Hey, you're listening to Innovators Can Laugh, the fun startup podcast. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. On ICL, we interview an innovative entrepreneur in the European tech startup scene every week. My goal is to have my guests share their wisdom while having a little fun in the process. Now let's dive in. There is around 35 billion metric tons of CO2 released into the atmosphere each year. And as more carbon dioxide is released, this causes global temperatures to rise. Well, my guest today is the founder of Carbony. Their mission is to become the go-to European marketplace for high quality carbon removal projects like afforestation and biocar. I probably pronounced that right. Biochar or biocar? Anyway, welcome biochar. to the show. <laughs> biochar. Welcome to the show, Mateus. How you doing, buddy? Thanks a lot for having me. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right. Well, let's dive into it. Get to know your personality a little bit. First question for you, would you rather have $50,000 cash or dairy or dinner with Gary V? Dinner with Gary V. Okay. 100%. With Gary V. <laughs> yeah. He's a cool guy. Okay. I mean, sometimes I think he's on drugs, but cool guy. Yeah. He's just full of a nonstop energy. I don't think he ever slows down that guy. I don't know how, that, how he does it. <laughs> yeah, I, l- I learned a lot of him, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Favorite TV show that you can watch again and again, Matt? Simpsons. Simpsons. That's a classic. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. Do they release new episodes of The Simpsons? I, I don't think they do, but maybe I'm wrong. In my world, they stopped at some point. But yeah, Simpsons is something that I like a lot. Okay. I like how they how they reference society. society. They make jokes about all the things. So Yeah. Yeah. And I, right. and I grew up with it in the 90s, so it's kind of a good memory. <laughs> okay, next question for you. An amazing gift that was either given to you or, or you gave to somebody else? A friend of mine gave me his last will and he put me there as his heir, right? This is how you say it. And like yeah. when he turned 60 and three months later he died, which was very upsetting and sad. But I thought, wow, he kind of knew. So, and this was an amazing gift, not about all the things that I got, but just, you know, someone to think of it that early. And yeah, this was a great gift. I will honor it forever. Yeah. That must have been a good friendship. I mean, rather than giving it to family or other close friends that he may have had throughout his life, you said he was 60. I'm thinking there's a big age gap there. If there isn't, I need to know the kind of shampoo and skin lotion that you use, Matt, because you're, you look, you look quite young here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there was quite an age gap. He was like a, almost like a father figure for me because I lost my father quite early. And, you know, he took this role for me very early on and supported me when I was studying. And because be, in my former life, I wanted to become a writer and artist. And he was always very supportive of those kind of things. And yeah, it developed over the years a great and deep friendship. And he died three years ago in now. Now it, I, I come to realization what, what this friendship meant and how deep was the love, you know, and, you know, how I miss it to have a, 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 this deep connection with someone and, and what he did for me. It's, yeah, it's not so do much about the present. The best, do you recall some of the best advice he ever gave you? Be brave. He always told me, be brave, you know, because life is so short and, and you you worry about things turning out and you could fail. And he always said, you know, just, just go for it and, and, and follow your dreams. And, and, you know, eventually when you start doing something and focus on one thing alone, great things will happen. You know, maybe it won't be that like you imagined before, but doors will open the way along. Of course, there will be setbacks, but 
you know, this be brave and, and believe in yourself the way he believed in me is something that is stuck to my mind. Yeah. No, it sounds like a great mentor. Very, very, yeah. uh, very good mentor. Okay. Let's see here. Another question for you. What is something that you are weirdly good at? Something that you just are very good at, probably better than a lot of other people out there. Smelling. <laughs> no, really, man. I think I'm kind of a, a crossbreed between a dog and a human. Okay. There's For two example, occupations that you, <laughs> that you could probably be doing, like like people who make perfumes, right? Or yeah. a chef. They, they, Both they things I, I can appreciate a lot, to be honest. I love to cook. I love to eat. And also I love perfumes and the, the, not so much the business side about it, but the... the 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 uh, the artistry behind it, you know, the how combining it and that you have a head note and a hard note. This is something that gets me gets me creative, you know. I, sometimes I think I should design my my own scent or scented candles. I can really appreciate yeah, yeah. those kind of things. No, and and sometimes you know I'm I'm so crazy because I I walk around the streets and then I pick up a smell from from the past. And somehow the smelling center and the, the center for memory in the brain are very closely connected. Okay. And then, for example, a girl walks by and she ex smells exactly like my first girlfriend. And boom, it takes me back, you know, to, to the, when I was 17 years old and, and all the emotions, it's, it's, it's in there. And it's beautiful that a, a scent as simple as yeah. that can do it. Yeah. You know what I love about this the most is that you have these positive stories or thoughts about these great scents that, that you're seeing, because you just told me you have a newborn and you've got another young child, right? And so that yeah. when you said you have, you've got a good sense of smell, the first thing I thought of, oh, Matt can really very quickly and easily <laughs> detect when his baby has pooped, has got a yeah. dirty diaper, but you yeah. didn't say yeah. anything about that. No, you're talking about your great first girlfriend, <laughs> another thing. Yeah. Because there, for me, there are no bad smells per se. Because, okay, baby poop could be smelly a little bit, but if you put it in a different context, for example, French cheese, you know, really exquisite French cheese, it doesn't smell good, but somehow we learned culturally, ah, that this is something exquisite that we are ought to like, right? And so it's not about the smell per se being disgusting. In other contexts, it could be very, you know, well-perceived. It could be like something even luxurious. So, yeah. All right, we're humans yeah. are funny creatures. All right. All right. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Tell us what Carbony is and how did you first get the idea for it? Matt? Well, so basically our big mission at Carbony is we want to reverse climate change. Okay. It's quite a bold statement, but what is actually behind it is that one and a half years ago, me and Silan sat down during the summer as we do every year when I'm there for my summer holidays in Bulgaria. And I always thought, man, I would like to do something with this guy because he's like such a, a tech genius, has so many cool ideas, inventions, stuff like this. I thought always it would be cool if we could start off something together. And anyhow, back in my, in my old work, I was already starting to be a little frustrated about not being my own company, being nine to five, being in a field that is not, you know, it's not fulfilling me. And it's not giving me the feeling that I'm doing something that is helping the, the world in a deeper sense. And so Silan came up to me and told me about those technologies that are able to suck back the, the CO2, the carbon 
dioxide from the atmosphere and store it back away for a long time and therefore reversing climate change. So for example, which, which kind of technology? For, for example, biochar, or there's another cool thing called enhanced weathering, where you basically crush volcanic stones, for example, basalt. By this, you increase the, the surface area. And then once it's interacting with rain, it starts to absorb carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and storing it away. Okay. Never heard of that for, uh, for this approach, but it sounds very innovative. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very technical. There are, of course, a lot of details you need to consider and, and first and foremost, also the logistics that are involved because you need to get the stones from somewhere, produce it, distribute them. So it's not an easy endeavor, but nonetheless, this is what is interesting because it's very much in the, in the cross section of engineering, bioengineering, natural processes. So, and this is kind of but what is most fun for me, this hand, hands-on aspect, you know, that we don't, we are not a company that talk and only consult other companies, but we want to really run the projects and do the stuff on our own, and get our hands dirty. This is like complete opposite of what I did before, because I was working in online marketing in a digital field and yeah, it's a lot about computer work. And yeah. So, all right, let's take a break. Better proposals. What are those? Sounds like how to pop the big question, right? Actually, no. Better Proposals is a web-based platform that makes it easy for you to close more deals and get paid faster using beautiful digital documents. That's right. No more paper or boring PDFs getting junked. Just instant wow factor. With their intuitive visual editor, you can literally build and send on-brand visually impressive documents in minutes. Track your customers' interaction with them in real time and get instant sign-off with legally binding digital signatures. But my favorite thing is just how good these documents look. They're so visually impressive, and as you know, first impressions means a lot. So make it a good one. Learn how Better Proposals can streamline your sales process at betterproposals.io. Well, how did you, you and your, your, your co-worker, your co-partner, excuse me, get this idea off the ground and start getting your first trial, your first clients? Well. Basically, we, ch we just worked our asses off. We, we took the, the, the phone in our hands. We wrote a lot of emails. We got in contact with as many potential customers as possible and just, you know, pitched them the ideas, pitched them what we want to do, why it could be relevant for them. Once, once we could deliver all those things, uh, you know, I, we believe that basically the, at the beginning, the founders need to do those, those and learn those hard lessons of doing the sales on their own and being in contact with the customers, just that you know what's going on. You cannot hire right away the, the salespeople and, and let them do the work. Okay? You, need to, you need to get a feeling for your customers, for your business and for your product. And then, you know, do a lot of iterations and, and improve it all the time until someone, and I don't never forget the, the moment when we first sold, I was standing at the beach in Bulgaria, being on the phone with an Austrian customer. And he basically gave me the go there and I was so happy. So pumped. Yeah. So, okay. So what does a project look like? Like walk us through the experience of what, of what this looks like for, for a client or a company that wants to participate. So basically we are going to customers asking them, hopefully you would already have a, a carbon footprint, right? And a reduction strategy. And then no matter what is your reduction strategy, since you're a company who is producing most likely a product, you will never get to net zero, okay? Because you're producing something 
so you have an, a certain percentage of unavoidable emissions. Just as you as a human, because you breathe, you eat, you know, you travel, you always have a certain carbon footprint. And exactly for those unavoidable emissions, we offer those companies projects, for example, biochar or enhanced weathering, to neutralize those remaining emissions. Okay? So this is the side facing towards the customer. And then on the other side, we search for project partners, could be farmers, could be landowners, could be forest owners, and tell them, okay, guys, we have here a buyer for our credits that will finance the material, the logistics, the distribution, and so on. You give us access to your plots, okay? Let's say 50 acres of trees. We distribute the stuff for you. We validate everything. We issue the credits. And then you participate in the sales process, okay? So they have a very motivation of, wow, this could be an, an additional income source for my forest that is just standing around doing nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing something. Yes, it's a win-win situation on both sides. And, you know, our goal is by 2040, we want to neutralize 500 million tons. And we cannot do this on our own because we are very restricted by now in our resources. And also, even if we would grow, it's very hard to perform those many projects on our own. So our idea is to have a snowball effect. The more, let's say, plot owners, farmers learn about this and learn that this is an additional income source for them, doing something great for the environment, yeah. they start that they want to join, right? Say, hey, where, where can I join? Where can I get my piece of the cake? By, the, by this, we want to grow, 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 and grow. Yeah. It's kind of where, the idea. Where are some of the locations where you're currently have implemented some of these projects? Are they mostly like around Vienna or are they, they like out? No, not right now for, for 2023, we are kicking off a big research project together with an Austrian university based in Vienna that is working with, it's for soil, soil sciences and tree sciences. Okay. Like they are top notch university for those kind of things. And we are doing a research project where we scientifically observe what are the co-benefits combining this basalts, stone powder with already existing forests, okay? What kind of nutrients do the tree get? Do they have a higher survival rate? Do they grow faster? Can they sequester, store more carbon than usually if they wouldn't get this, this basalt stone powder, okay? And where we want to really observe this in a scientific manner. And then, so this is more happening on the countryside where there's a lot of forests. And in 2023, we're also gonna kick off first projects in the agricultural space in Bulgaria. All right. Close to okay. Sofia though, because yeah. this is where Silan, my co-founder is located. Yeah. Now there's a lot of cool things going on in Bulgaria. When you drive around the countryside there, you just see nothing but wind farms. More, I've saw more wind turbines than I think I've ever seen anywhere else traveling through Spain or even here in Romania. There's just so many in Bulgaria. So you and your coworker, keep, I keep saying coworker, I don't know why. You and your partner. <laughs> I've been at this a few years, but you were working at the same time. Is that correct? Until recently? Yeah. Yeah. We were working at the same time. So basically we, we started off as a side project, although it's, you know, pretty quickly turned out to me that this will be my, my main hassle. And I reduced work hours at my regular work. And since two weeks, I'm basically completely retired. <laughs> And now I'm a, a full-time founder just because, you know, having kids 
having two jobs, it's, it's kind of hardcore. And, and I just thought, you know, as I said before, from my mentor, be brave. Now it's, I, I just could feel it. Now it's the time to, to go all in and to, to work fully on this and see where it's going to take us. Because if you never give it your all and your best, you know, it has no, never the chance to take off. So yeah. what is the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. No, that's great to hear. That's great to hear, Matt. So juggling kids in a couple of different projects or work in a side house. So I, I know all about that where time is everything and you yeah. just don't have the luxury of wasting time here. Okay. Absolutely. So what's something that you realize, God, I wasted a lot of time on that effort. And if I could go back in time, I would have either done this differently or tried something else. You mentioned that there was a lot of code calls, a lot of code emailing and, and other initiatives that you did, but what's one of the mistakes that you learned from? To be honest, it's all about the, the confidence that you have in your own product, you know, and especially at the beginning, you're very new to a field and you, you think you talk to experts on the other side and you, you try to belittle yourself and to, I don't know, ironically make your product smaller and, and worse than it actually is because, you know, in the end, it's a great idea. And the more I talk to people, I learned that. Also for all those sustainability managers in the companies, it's a damn new field as well. And I understood with every call more and more that, man, we have something to offer here. First of all, we have great knowledge because we have really attentively followed all the latest regulations, all the latest publications from the European Union and so on. So we have a knowledge there. We have something to give. And on top of this, you know, we are doing our products with the, with great decency. You know, we don't want to sell any bullshit. Sorry, my, my French, but you know, we really want to come up with a great product that has real value and that really helps the cost that really stores away carbon for a long time and therefore fights climate change. This is our benchmark and you know, we wouldn't sell anything that we wouldn't, we don't stand, you know, fully behind this product. So. I feel now that, that learning those lessons, it's really important that you believe in yourself and that you are confident in what you're doing and what you have to offer. And this is what now companies feel, you know, when we, when we have a call or when we have a meeting, they immediately can see, okay, wow, those guys, they know what they're talking about. I trust them. I feel them. Yeah. Let's go on. Very cool. What, how long does a typical project last, Matt? Well, depending on the technologies and the techniques we are using. The project itself are quite fast. Once you have done the, the research and, the, and the, the preparation work, meaning sourcing the materials, crushing the materials, distributing the materials, then this is actually happening in one or two days. And then basically you're just waiting until it starts to rain and those, you know, stone powder is, is getting drawn into the soil and then well, you do the measurement. Where is that volcano rocks or ash coming from? Where are you sourcing that from? Well, it always depends on where will be the location of distribution, because what is very crucial to us is for every project, we need to do a life cycle assessment, meaning everything that we do in the project, the logistics, the material processing, it is, has also a certain creation of carbon dioxide, right? It has a footprint. And to balance out and to get in the end of a clear idea of what are we saving with this project, we need to first know what will we produce while doing the project, right? Yeah. So for us, it's always essential that we stay within a radius of 100 to 150 kilometers. 
So depending on where are the quarries, and there are a lot of quarries, for example, in Austria, there are some, in Bulgaria, even more, and also in Hungary. And then we search, okay, where can we run and find project partners close to those quarries, for example. Okay. This is, so kind of nature gives us the idea of where we need to search for our next partners. That's so fascinating. Okay, so what's, what's, what's exciting for you in the next 12 months? I mean, both, both personally, obviously you got a newborn, so for the next 12 months, you're gonna have your hands full with, with the yeah. baby number two, but also for Carbony, what are you excited about? Well, definitely that we're gonna run this search project just because I'm so interested in also those results, you know, and what it could be doing for the trees out there and to, you know, have this, see this with your own eyes. This would be great because we have now a test plot also here in the city where I live called Steyr, where we've already seen the seedlings, you know, and now we will, in next spring, we will distribute the rock powder. So I'm just curious to see it and, you know, be myself on the field. This is just a, a great thing. And yeah, obviously also in the next year, we're trying to to get in some seed investing rounds. So yeah, this is what I'm excited about. All right, Matthias, where can people learn more about you and Carbony? Mostly on our website, carbony.eu and definitely on LinkedIn. This is where we are most active on LinkedIn. We have a Carbony, we have a company channel, Carbony, and also definitely people can connect with me there. Every once in a while we are posting about projects, progresses, events that we are participating on. So yeah, this is definitely our main channel, but we're also on Instagram. We're all on the social media channels, but LinkedIn is basically our go-to platform. Fantastic. Okay. I'll include links to Carbony and also Matt's LinkedIn profile in the show notes. If you haven't already, feel free to sign up for the ICO newsletter. You can just go to innovatorscanlaugh.com and you'll see takeaways and other insights from my interviews and other projects that I'm working on. Hey, Matt, thanks for being on the show. This was a pleasure. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas and off to a 2023 fantastic year. Same to you, Eric. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me. And yeah, pleasure. hope to meet you soon in person. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.